0: welcome to episode number 15 of his and hers movie podcast it is april 18th 2020 i am one half of your host jp and joining me tonight is carly we're both podcasting out of southwestern pennsylvania and tonight's episode is featuring the film porno 2019 getting its wide release in 2020 it's a fangoria presents film it is not a actual porno am i right carly
1: Yes, and I would like to add, if you are trying to Google this move, whatever you do, do not type in porno twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. You wanna type in porno horror movie.
0: Or video- Bangoria's porno.
1: Yes, because guys, let me tell you, if you type in porno twenty twenty, you get a bunch of x X videos. And it is scary.
0: Why is it scary?
1: Because I, I am not allowed to watch those vids.
0: Ooh. Yeah, so uh, we will be reviewing Fangoria's Porno, which is a brand new film here. Uh, We should have a special guest on, but no promises, just in case things go awry. But I think we have a special guest joining us for porno. Yes. For a porno. Yes. We're going to film a porno. Yes. Wait, what? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, uh, it is been a little bit. I think we took officially like kind of a week off based on how schedules lined up yeah it wasn't intentional like but we just like the we we sent jason the one episode he didn't get to it for a few days and then it just like it was gonna be like a mess so we just decided to take a pause uh sort of fix find a new recording date almost um and yeah we'll go from there so this is porno 2019 We had a pretty eventful last couple days. Um, My birth happened.
1: That it did. Happy birth.
0: Yeah, we put out a video, which you guys heard about. It did really well. That video did well.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, thank you, everyone who viewed it. Um, It was fun to do. We're going to make more for sure. And, um, so we did that vid, and last night we actually finally recorded the 85 show for your podcast
0: it it happened it happened it last night
1: and it was pretty epic pretty long show as as per usual and it was it was a fun time it was a party i enjoyed it so it was cool listening to lists and i think the people will like it
0: yeah yeah i think that i think that it's going to be a really good episode
1: yeah so other than that uh, have you really done much of anything lately
0: well, I had, like, the craziest week ever. It's It actually disappointed me that I've slowed down so much, but I watched a lot of movies last week. Yeah? Like, a ton.
1: How many moves?
0: A lot.
1: Oh. let me see. I... I haven't really like i think i would say my pace is pretty much the same
0: dude, my pace was insane look at this look at the pace i already know i'm getting there on a the perfect line
1: yeah peace amount
0: yeah. yeah dude i'm not even joking this was an insane pace so let me just put this in perspective the very first week of the year i watched 13 movies which i thought was pretty good 13 films in a week pretty good right Wrong. Oh, no. Then I dropped down to 10 movies, and then the week after that, 8 movies. Then the week after that, 5 movies. Then the week after that, 4 movies only in a week. Then I picked it back up and watched 11. Then back down with 5. And then I kind of went steady, you know, 9, 10 films, 8 to 10 every week. Until week 12, March 18th through the 24th, where I watched 15 moves, which was more than the first week, which was thirteen. Then the week after that, I watched 15 moves. Then the week after that, I watched 16 moves. Then the week after that, last week, April 8th through the 14th, I watched in one week 22 movies. It's
1: ridiculous,
0: dude. 22 movies in one week.
1: So that's like...
0: Uh... It's like three a day. Yeah. A little over three a day. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't watch three every day. Some days I watched two, but some days I watched four.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah. So, insane. I've already not even... I think there's only... Because it goes Wednesday to Wednesday. There's only one, two, three more days in this week. And I think I've only watched, like, two movies. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, definitely not getting it this time. <laughs> definitely not hitting it that high again. But it was... It, was, it, it made me realize, like... I was like, man, some some weeks when we have the podcast and stuff, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, I got like twelve movies to watch this week, and I'm like, honestly, like it's not even that hard. Like I watch 22 movies in a week. Like if I let's say I have three days left and I have eight movies to watch, mm-hmm. like I could watch them in two days and have a third day free. <laughs> I realized that it's not that hard to watch four movies in a day.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not like if i have a day off nowadays like i can usually do that honestly three or four movies but um
0: what's crazy is i was doing that while working
1: yeah i was gonna bring that up too i mean i you know i have i can't be doing that at work but um well it helps
0: with my schedule because i get off at 11 and then it takes me about an hour to get home so, it's midnight, and I'm like, okay, what, what what's there to do? <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll play Madden or something, and uh, the Switch that you got me. But, like, last week I just felt like watching movies, and I would just pop one in, pop another one in, pop another one in. I just did that.
1: I've been having troubles where I want to watch movies, but then I don't... There's, like, nothing appealing to me that I feel like watching, and I hate that.
0: See, it, it actually was pretty dope, because... For me, um, I started just watching the ninety or the sorry, the eighty five movies. <laughs> yeah And uh then like when I like I would be like I'm done, I quit and I meant it and then like I just get bored and I would just be like, Fuck, I guess I'll just watch another one of these and I put another one on and then another one on and then eventually um I started just watching stuff that's in my collection that I haven't watched in a while or ever, so yeah, I've been I've been keeping up watching you know, I keep getting this little stack and then I'll put the stack away and it's pretty fun. It's it's cool. I'm I'm happy with the, the watches that I'm doing, so I'm actually really excited to get off here tonight to watch movies. Like I'm actually craving some move watching.
1: Yeah, I am too. I mean I sweat like yesterday I literally didn't watch anything because I came home from work at like five ten and got on Skype for like six o'clock to record the show and that lasted till like one AM so and then I was super tired and actually just fell right to sleep so I didn't watch or really do anything yesterday besides work and the pod cast. So I would like to, you know, get off here and watch some movies as well. You know, it's Saturday now when we're recording, so I'm off tomorrow. I'll probably watch some things then as well. Cause I, I didn't watch anything all day today either. And That's just how it goes, so.
0: I work tomorrow, boo.
1: Oh, how sad.
0: But I did get, um, some new tires on my car.
1: Yeah, how does that feel?
0: It feels good. Expensive, but, you know, got some new tires.
1: Yeah, I... Did you get, like, all, how how many, did you get all new tires, or, like, just...
0: Um, yeah, all four.
1: Dang. I don't think I haven't gotten all like four tires new in my life yet. I've had like two at a time switched out.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. mine Mine were all pretty bad.
1: Yeah. I got little tires, so they're not that expensive.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what do you think?
1: About what? The week. It was all right. Same as always. Not a lot going on. Alright. But yeah, uh, other than that, earlier today I actually witnessed a car wreck.
0: Oh yeah, you did witness a car wreck. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, so that was scary. He wrecked pretty much trying to avoid me.
0: So it was your fault?
1: No. I was He was driving really too, way too fast and he like swerved his car and flipped it over in front of me and like... I almost did wreck into him, because he, like, when he, like, went to turn, he, like, went sideways, facing, and I, luckily, he wasn't super-duper close to me yet, so I, like, turned over to the side, and he, like, flipped it completely over, and then it rolled over again, and then it hit this pool, and, like, smashed the entire side of it, and, like, I pulled up a little bit, because I didn't, I was afraid his car would explode, because it was, like, smoking, and then I got out and walked back, and it was, like... I thought the kid was gonna be dead but actually he was already out of the car and like talking to another guy who drove by and that guy was like calling the cops and everything and he the dude just had like a bloody knee and there was like blood dripping down his knee he actually had like a mask you know like the mask we have to wear and he was like wiping it with he was wiping blood on it which was I actually thought that was like funny and ironic because it's like those are supposed to keep contamination out and he's like what he probably got that from work too because he was like a pizza he's wiping driver. corona
0: into his wound
1: Pretty much, but he he was a pizza delivery driver and the funny thing, it's messed up, but like I, I knew that already, he told me he was and then I saw before that his fox's like pizza bag was on the floor, cause it had fallen out of the smashed window and it was just on the ground in the grass. And I was like, yeah, I see that. And then he, his first thing was he was like, first he was like, my mom's gonna kill me cause my older brother already crashed two of our cars. And then he goes on to say, so should I like call my mom first or work? (laughs) And we're all like, your mom? And then he asked me to just call his work. So I just looked up the number and I was like, hey, um, is this the place and this place? And they're like, yeah. And they were all friendly. And I was like, um, so your delivery driver just like completely destroyed his car in front of me. And he's not dead. He's fine. But he will not be delivering any more pizzas today properly. guy. (laughs) and you know the dude was just like oh that's that's luke like oh
0: <laughs> luke crashed his car again
1: yeah that's how <laughs> he made it sound and he was like all right we'll probably send someone out to like check on him thank you and then i was just like are we good here and i left
0: but yeah. i was
1: so i 100 percent thought i was going to see a dead body for the first time in my life like a you know a young like he was 17 years old too and i was like this kid if i if i look in here and he's dead but he was like i said he already i don't even i didn't even pay attention i don't know how he got out of the car he must have crawled out the wind i don't even know actually but Hmm. he was alive and fine and it was crazy that was that was probably the craziest thing i ever saw in my life really yeah it like shook me up and i was like i can't imagine what that kid feels since i'm like shaking and nothing happened to me (laughs) But yeah, that is yeah. my story that I'm sticking to. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything wild like that?
0: Um, not. I don't think I've ever seen a uh, car crash or anything. But my friend did once, and he told me about a incident in which he was. He lived down below me here, and he. <laughs> He used to work on these gas wells like as a security guard and how it worked would like when there would be a new site his boss would just text him like gps coordinates like the the night before like longitude and latitude Mm -hmm. and he would like put him into um he would have to print out papers because he didn't have a gps and this this is this is like probably like when smartphones were like a thing but like like us poor kids still didn't have them yeah so like we still were doing like the old school direction thing (laughs) and he would print out these directions and he had uh i remember it was like a it was like a dodge neon but it was like a manual so you had to like shift it and stuff Mm. um and he was like you know that hill where shannon lives like it's called um you know like uh like Laybell road like the the big hill yeah well, he was driving, he started driving up that and he's like flying and the windows are down and it's like the summer because he didn't have air conditioning. And all of a sudden his directions started blowing all through the car and stuff. So he uh-huh. like he's like grabbing them trying to like pull him out of the sky and like stuff like that. And, he, and they fell onto the floor and he looked and he reached down to grab him. And when he came back up, he said he was in the middle of the road and he said there was a <laughs> car coming down the hill. And he hurried up and swerved, and that car swerved, too, and went over the guardrail and flipped over.
1: Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> and he, t- oh, funny. He, he was like, should I, should I, like, he was, like, debating, like, should I leave? Like, should I go? Or should I, stay, like, stop? Because <laughs> he was late for work and stuff. So he turned around and went down there, and he said that he saw a guy crawling out of the, out of the flipped over car. And his he, he didn't have a, a hand on his right arm. Oh. And he was like, oh, my God, I fucking killed a guy like but he just didn't have a hand already
1: wow that's a <laughs> and the dude the dude didn't have a
0: license or anything like he totally co- like fucked his day up dude like <laughs> his car was totaled it was like flipped over and he's like well i gotta go to work man see you later <laughs> and like the cops came and stuff and this guy just got screwed and it was pretty much steve's fault <laughs>
1: Yeah, I felt kind of bad for this one because I felt... But it really... Like, the guy was already flying, like, around the bend. And it's, like... It was, like, on a back road. So, you know, I'm guilty. I think everyone's guilty of, like, driving fast on back roads sometimes. Just assuming no one else is going to ever be on that road. And I was there. And not only that, but there was, like, a mom and her daughter and dog, like, on the side of the road, too. So he, like, saw that. And he, like... He basically got out of the car and was like, Yeah, I completely just... What'd he say? He, like that he like overthought it or something like that or just like reacted too hard and like panicked and did that but um yeah it's good thing he didn't reckon to me or the people on the side of the road or anything else but uh wrecks are scary things
0: yeah yeah i'd say
1: And it's crazy how some people live and they're completely fine when it's, like, the craziest accidents.
0: Yeah, like, that dude, like, completely, the one I was telling you about, like, completely Mm. jacked his car. Like, I remember seeing the, the, uh, guardrail and everything, like, the next, (laughs) like, the next day. And I was like, wow, dude, like, uh, how didn't you kill that guy? Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, so, uh, that's a pretty eventful day.
1: Yeah, for sure for sure
0: yeah um all right so that's that's it for the week
1: pretty much you know other than that same old same old working and watching moves so all right. that'll do it cool so without further further ado would you like to get into the movies we have watched
0: yeah who wants all to go right.
1: first um i mean i assume you've watched. I know you've watched way more than me. So if you I, I could go first maybe to like okay. rally them off. Um, where did I leave off? Okay. So yeah, a lot of my watches were last minute 85 watches honestly, so I'm glad to be done with that year just to like move on to something new. but mm-hmm. yeah, uh, so for my 125th film of the year I uh, watched the Dark Power. And, uh, this was a pretty, this is, you know, again, an 85 movie. Um, half these I probably don't even remember anything about, but, yeah, The Dark Power, uh, this was, um, I believe a movie about, like, the spirits of these Indians, like, er, wait. Yeah, American Indian zombies, um, attack these college students, um, after they've been, like, brought back from the dead, pretty much, so, um... Yeah, I don't remember it a whole lot, to be completely honest, but it was pretty bad. Um, Honestly, it was hard to pay attention to, Um, except for the ending when the Indian zombie people actually start attacking them. I thought that was actually kind of entertaining, at least. Uh, Not good, by any means. The acting's horrible. and The look of them is... Some of them are actually kind of creepy-looking, but uh, I did kind of like the ending, because it reminded me of more of a slasher-esque film, but... um, (laughs) You know, other than that, uh, not that good of a movie. It definitely a lower tier of, probably one of the lowest on my list of 85. But you know, it was it was on one of those ones I found on YouTube and thought like might as well just check it out. But then after that, um, I watched Nailgun Massacre. This is one I almost forgot about for um, 85. I remember uh, like the yeah, like Derek and Moods and people kind of discussing it early way early on and saying like oh you know it's a, it's a wild one you gotta check it out and uh i forgot about it and then i finally remembered and watched it and um this movie is a lot of fun once again it's a it's a bad movie um bad acting there's really nothing to the plot it almost feels like um there, there's not a lot of character development kind of feels like one of those ones where people just are brought in to be killed off in a way um but It was super, it was actually really funny at parts, and uh, very entertaining. The actual killer is just, it's hilarious, you know, his voice is like, morphed to this like, robotic-sounding shiznit, and then he's got, obviously, a nail gun, and it's so funny, you know, he shoots people, and they don't even really try to run away or escape, they just stand there and scream for like, a long period of time, and then he just shoots them, and the way he does, it's not even ways that we kill them half the time, but... It's a mess of a movie but it was a lot of fun um y- you know for enjoyment value i would probably rate this one higher i gave it a 5.5 but um i always want to rate it higher just for the fact that it was entertaining um then after that i actually just watched insidious 4 that was just one i picked up and figured i would go ahead and throw on in the background one day not really in the background i was watching it but was doing some other stuff i'd seen it before obviously in the theater and uh, i like that one it, you know it's probably the least good of the insidious films but that with that being said it's still a good movie um you know 7.5 territory it, i like it. it focuses more on lynn shay's character and her own personal demons and um this was the first time i watched it since seeing it back in the theater whenever i think that was like two years ago that came out um and i like it it's a good insidious movie i think all the insidious films are solid part two is actually probably my least favorite i You know, it's probably better than Part 4, but um, if I had to pick a least favorite, it would be that one, story-wise. But, um, so then after that, um, I checked out Lost After Dark, and that's essentially a throwback 80s slasher film. I had wanted to see this one for a while, just based on the cover. I kind of like, I'm always interested when people try to make these uh, throwback slashers, and, uh, you know, it was one of those things for the cover, like... Said all this stuff like, oh, it's the best 80s slasher not set in the 80s and all that type of jazz. Um, I don't know, these don't always really do it for me. This one, what is it? Lost After Dark. Oh, okay. Have you seen that one?
0: Uh, uh-uh, I have it though.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's good, it's a good slasher film. Um, the whole vibe, I guess, of the 80s and the throwback stuff sometimes doesn't. It never it really works. Res- it ne- yeah, it doesn't. There's like
0: two movies that I've ever felt like it, it worked for. One of them's The Sleeper, which I don't even know if it did. That's just my memory.
1: I'd never even seen that, but um, yeah, this one. The problem is, I think with these is they exaggerate stuff way too much, and it's like almost parody like, and it's not even. It, I don't know. The stuff in the '80s wasn't as wacky as these movies always portray it like with oh you have to be a virgin and a black guy dies first that type of stuff that's not necessarily going on in this movie per se but um it's the same vibe i get with all these throwbacks where they're just trying too hard and it doesn't really capture the aesthetic the teenagers pretty much look like to me they look like modern-day teenagers so that aspect doesn't work for me too much but the rest of the movie is fine i think it's a decent slasher film um i like the settings and um has decent atmosphere and uh good characters so that's my only problem with it but you know um then after that i checked out the thompsons um one of those ones i picked up at dollar tree for yes did a dollar um this is a sequel to what the hamiltons um which i thought i had seen this one before but it turns out i think i actually saw the hamiltons before like on streaming of some sorts a long time ago but i barely remember it and i just remember everyone saying the thompson sucks and that movie's a lot better than it um and the reason i realized that is because that i think at the end of the hamiltons they introduce themselves as the thompson's like they're moving on to be a new family so that's kind of what stuck out to me that that wasn't the same movie as this but I don't think this movie was the worst thing in the world, but I think it's heavily. It came out like during the Twilight's craze, type of thing. I think it came out in like 2012, so Twilight was kind of still popular. The cover looks like Twilightish, and some of the just scenes, the act, cringy acting, and things like that. The family dynamic, it's it all feels very Twilight ripoff, which I feel like he kind of got with some of these movies around that time and that's kind of my biggest problem with the film is it doesn't really come off as like a good horror movie it's just kind of like glittery fancy vampire film too like polished in a way so it's not great um but i didn't think it was horrible yeah there were some elements to it that i did enjoy but then, after that, uh, I checked out Terror at London Bridge. Uh, that was another 85 movie, um, and it was actually another Ripper movie. It's got a different title, I believe, called uh, Across the Time. I forget what it's called exactly, but um, it has, It's um like I said, it's another Ripper movie, which is kind of weird because, you know, the Ripper also came out in 1985 and um, kind of a similar thing with the plot in a way. Um, and I actually didn't think this movie was too bad. It had Adrian Barbeau in it. So I th- thought she was pretty good in it and um, it was rather entertaining. Um, sometimes it was a bit slow, but I-, I really didn't mind it. I think the worst aspect of it was it starred David Hasselhoff of all people. And I thought he was rather atrocious, um, very just unbelievable type of actor i don't know if it's his look or the way he actually acts but um he's just one of those people you can't really take serious and i don't think he was best for this role because it's like a serious role where he's kind of a cop who or he was a cop and uh he something tragic happens so he's moved on to be like do detective sort of work and um it, it just comes off as kind of silly his acting and the role he's trying to play but other than that i actually thought it was decent, decent film, um, then after that, another 85 movie I watched was Appointment with Fear, this was, um, awful, it was just, I don't even know what was going on in this movie, to be completely honest, it was one of those nothing films where it just felt like nothing was happening the entire film, and I was trying really hard to pay attention to it, I was even told by, you know, Mr. Parka to turn it off, but I had already been in too deep, in my opinion, I was like 20 minutes in, and I hate turning off movies so I was like I'll just stick it out might as well just for another watch and um yeah I regretted it it was pretty boring um few it it could have been interesting at times but it just felt like there was no real direction with the plots and nothing really happens until the end and even then it's not much of anything exciting so that was you know way at the bottom of my list as well but then, finally, um, I just checked out Cabin Fever Patient Zero. I think that's, like, the third one or whatever in the Cabin Fever films. Um, How I, many Cabin
0: just, Fever films are there?
1: I know there's a part two. I know there's a remake, the original. I think there's... I think there might just be four.
0: Yeah. Isn't that crazy? There's four, though?
1: It is. Um, I've never seen part... I, I picked this up because I... Um, I think I was thinking, actually, this was the sequel for some reason, but I was obviously wrong. Um, But I grabbed it because I haven't seen the other Cabin Fever movies, not the remake or anything else, just the first one. I really enjoy the first one quite a bit. It's become, like, one of my favorite horror films for sure. Um, But this movie, I didn't really care for this one too much, to be completely honest, either. Um, It had just some genericness to it. It had decent parts, but it's, like, more about... um, quarantine oddly enough and like the virus itself and like people having the infection and it's got like all this lab stuff which i've kind of mentioned before i am very bored by that type of stuff um because it's got scenes with like people in the lab but then it also has scenes where it's focused on a group of teenagers much like the first one and it's like a group of kids who go to this island to sort of hang out and camp out and stuff like that those parts were all right but then it kind of all joins together at the end and uh i don't know to me it was just kind of basic generic I, not something i really was too crazy about but and that'll do it for my watches oh yeah yeah oh yeah
0: all right um i have a little bit more than that Whatever. Dude. all right so first up um number 145 of the year the cabinet of dr caligari 1920 uh, I talked a little bit of smack about having to watch this movie to you. It ended up blowing mm-hmm. my shitter out, as Mid says. Yeah. Um uh, This movie's amazing. It's truly yeah. amazing. Like the 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 fact that the narrative is like as complex as it is for the time, is pretty crazy. Um, the fact that like once the end happens, you're like, oh, that all makes sense. The visuals are really cool. Like you ever see like the animated Beetlejuice. All right, well, Mood's Moods made this description, but, like, everything's, like, pointed and, like, the buildings are, like, you know, askew and stuff. That's how this is. Mm. It's super interesting and cool. Uh, I, I loved it. I, I definitely want to get the Kino release one day. Um, I gave it a 10 out of 10.
1: Yeah, I heard you guys' review kind of made me want to check it out. Yeah.
0: Kind of blew my mind a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Blew out the bottle
0: yep uh then i went 1985's document of the dead um it this film has many release dates 1980 1981 um 1985 uh because there's a a couple of different versions of it um but i own the old synapse dvd which seems to have had the longest version i think uh and that is basically a documentary following like george romero making dawn of the dead in the mall it's so cool dude watching it because it's behind the scenes footage of them in the mall so like you know like the big center part where you know they had the q and a's and stuff yeah like so like down there 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 was like you know they're all like standing there and i'm like it's like a little closer up and stuff and you get to see and you're like wow a guy was standing there not too long ago it's really cool
1: yeah that's pretty cool
0: Um, and then it follows him making all the way up to like two evil eyes and then into diary of the dead and stuff it's just really neat it's a it's fantastic definitely made me appreciate george romero even more um i honestly think that george is like i'm like he's up there with like he's in my top five for sure right now i would go Wes craven dario argento john carpenter george romero Mm. i think i but like i still need to see a few more george films Alright, uh, then I watched Return of the Living Dead, uh, which, by the way, that documented dead 8.5. Return of the Living Dead, um, a fantastic movie, 10 out of 10. I've said that a million times. It's probably the movie, you know, one of the three movies that I could watch over and over and over again and never get bored with. It's that good. I love it. Nice. Um, so many quotables in there. I love all the characters and the the setting. It's all just... just so much fun uh it's a great time then we have a movie from 1985 called silent witness uh this is a tv movie made for nbc and filmed in pittsburgh oh did you end up watching that one
1: no i didn't get to it
0: it's mainly a courtroom drama but it follows a woman who is in the bar with her husband and she basically is there and there's like a couple of guys in the corner getting a little rowdy with a girl one of the guys is actually her brother-in-law so her and her husband are there the husband is brothers with this other dude you know Mm. and all of a sudden it kind of like gets violent and then it cuts to them like outside in their car like pretty much her bawling and they don't like necessarily they show them hold the girl down and pull out a knife But basically, like, just in a regular bar, like three dudes like rape this girl, and one of the dudes is her brother-in-law, and he's like, her brother-in-law is like married and has kids and stuff. So, it's this weird dynamic where they kind of don't know what to do, like her and her husband are like sick, sick, sickened by her brother-in-law, but at the same time, like it'll ruin the family if they come forward. But it, it just it shows the progressiveness of of that situation like that wouldn't that wouldn't fly today like nobody would think to like not say anything i don't think Mm. i feel very interesting and of the time but it was a good movie it was a good movie um i gave it a six and a half i'd probably bump it to a seven after a few days of thinking about it
1: nice
0: then i watched beyond the mat 1999 this is a wrestling documentary uh featuring jake the snake roberts um mankind the rock couple other people it was all right um it was like kind of behind the scenes thing uh showed like i mean a lot of the stuff is just so out there now that i'm sure at the time in 1999 this was kind of groundbreaking or whatever but um for now it's like kind of a little bit dated Mm -hmm. um but i still gave it a seven uh then we move on to cat's eye 1985 um What I said was this is an often overlooked gem of an anthology film, which I completely stand by. Uh, It follows three stories, Um, one where a guy decides to quit smoking but he can't do it on his own so he enlists the help of a company called Quitters Inc and they go to extreme measures to make sure that you stop smoking, which is pretty cool. The next one is about a guy stuck on a ledge, um, forced out onto a ledge, and has to walk across the building, around the building on the ledge. Uh, A huge skyscraper, which is super intense and cool. And the third story follows a a dwarf minion troll thing who steals the breath of uh, young Drew Barrymore, and it's up to the cat, the family cat, to save her. Yeah. Um, Very good movie. I gave it an 8 in my initial watch, but I bumped it to an 8.5 nice then we have 1985's day of the dead as you can see i did a lot of 85 prep um day of the dead one of the best zombie films ever in my opinion the greatest zombie film ever an amazing um just an amazing amazing thing just just an amazing movie tom savini's effects (laughs) are amazing i love everything about it Mm -hmm. so that's a 10 uh, then we have movie 152 here the demon within 1985. This was a very short movie. It was like an only an hour long uh, and it follows a, a Person who's infected with a curse It's an Asian film Japanese I believe uh, where he births a little monster out of his mouth and Then he eats the little monsters, but you become addicted to the little monster uh it's really cool uh it's super fun movie it has a little bit of blemishes and stuff but you kind of expect that i i really enjoyed it though it was it was super cool one of the one of the gems of 85 gave it a seven
1: cool i didn't watch that one
0: uh then i watched come and see 1985 this is a war film uh a russian war film Following a young, like twelve-year-old kid who finds a rifle and decides to join, like the resistance, uh, in I think it's like Be- Belarus or something. Belarus, it's some, it's one of the Russian-ish countries, um, yeah. and the Nazis come through and basically like destroy the town and it's super sad, and swear this kid visually ages like he looks like an old man by the end of this movie um and he's like 12 years old it's 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 raw it's gritty it's messed up it makes you sad it makes you like hate the world it's a depressing movie um nine out of ten on that one come and see beautiful work of cinema no opinion on that
1: i mean i haven't seen it i don't know i didn't I don't know if I would like
0: that. It sounds. Impressive. <laughs> um. And then I watched Friday Five, aka A New Beginning. Love this one. Love the characters. Uh. One time I thought that this. <laughs> one time Just I thought, you... th- one time I thought that uh, well, to the little kid that Jason was, wearing a human mask.
1: Why would you share that story on not one but two pods? <laughs> <laughs> no I don't one know. wants you're
0: embarrassing yourself it's one of my favorite fridays eight and a half out of ten then i watched nail gun massacre along with you um it was honestly way better than i expected and Mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun uh it's it's one of the funner 85 movies and it's a slasher uh it's a killer dressed in a motorcycle helmet with a air-powered nail gun and he sounds like Darth Vader. It uh, has got some sleeves, some boobs, some nail gun kills. He uses the nail gun like the entire time, which is nice. Uh, it's 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 a very fun movie. I gave it a six and a half out of 10, but I almost want to give it a seven.
1: I mean, Moves gives it a nine. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And yeah, honestly, yeah, you're right. It's actually better than I thought because I thought it was going to be complete trash, but it actually looks like a movie at least. Mm-hmm. so that's good
0: <laughs> and that's it that's it no i'm just kidding of course not <laughs> oh i oh got
1: so happy
0: um uh, then i watched hot love 1985 this is a short film it was only like 40 minutes long by york Burkwright uh of course from necromantic fame necromantic one and two as well as their totals king and shram uh very interesting filmmaker I, i'm a fan of his work i didn't think this was that was very good at all with funny enough moods actually like this one he doesn't like most of the uh, dude's other films so Mm. water yeah i'm thirsty sorry um yeah it's called hot love uh basically this guy falls in love with this girl finds out she's cheating on him she has a a deformed baby which you see the birth coming out of her vagina and it looks shitty Mm. Um, I gave it a 4 out of 10. It, it wasn't a bad watch, though. Uh, then I watched The Stuff, 1985, Larry Cohen. Um, this movie is really cool. It, it's... Did this make... Yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's a 1985 film. Uh, pretty fun. Good stuff. The stuff is good stuff. Uh, it, it About consumerism, this little boy knows that something's up with the world all enjoying the stuff he s- sees it as living things and yeah seven and a half out of ten then i revisited puppet master the littlest reich which is the best puppet master film this movie kicks ass dude have you seen this one no do you own it
1: no i don't
0: well i have I, a dvd with your name on it that's
1: okay what no alright i'm good have you seen it no i don't wanna why I don't know, dude. I watched, like, all those Puppet Master movies in, like, a week once, and I was so burnt out.
0: Yeah, but this is not made by them.
1: Alright, dude, I just don't know what a Reich is, okay? (laughs)
0: Wait, are you being serious?
1: Yeah. (laughs) What is it? What is it? (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Okay, don't... Can you tell me what it is? Or...
0: (laughs) Uh, You never heard of, like, the Third Reich? No. Buddy.
1: I said no. (laughs) Really? You're embarrassing me. What? Why? Because, what is a Reich? Just let me Uh, know.
0: (laughs) Why don't you know this?
1: Why aren't you letting me know, dude? Did you actually not know what that is? I mean, I don't know
0: exactly what it is.
1: (laughs) So you don't know what it is. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) it it, it's like it means realm but the third empire it's it's the nazi the the reich the third reich was nazi germany hitler stuff
1: oh i feel so dumb oh
0: jeez, buddy but um yeah you know the littlest reich because they're nazi puppets
1: didn't you say a while ago i could like ask you a question about stuff and you would not make fun of me you swear (laughs) i think yeah you were like don't be afraid little guy don't just don't fake it you know just ask
0: (laughs) anyway um puppet master the littlest reich uh follows a dude who owns a blade puppet he takes it to this convention the whole movie's set at a convention uh meanwhile all the puppets like come back to life and basically wreak havoc and it's super it's dude it's like 20 minutes of setup you know like 40 50 minutes of gore after that do
1: they wreak havoc
0: yes uh i gave it a 7.5 out of 10 very awesome puppet master movie uh then we have house 1985 one of my favorites going up ding dong you're dead horror has found a new home you are cordially invited to spend an evening with roger cobb and his friends don't come alone
1: yeah good fun move
0: yeah i love it it's 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 a favorite of mine i love how just the it just feels like anything can happen in it i dig Mm -hmm. that then to continue with 1985 i watched silver bullet silver bullet Nice. Um, I love Gary Busey in this film. I, I think the thing that I noticed the most about this movie is how much, how touching his relationship is with, um, Corey Haim's character. Uh, what's
1: his name?
0: I know, he, I forget. Mark? No. no, it's like...
1: It's like a basic name, I think.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's like with a Y or a...
1: A Y? No one has a name with a
0: Y. No, no, at the end, like, Grady um, or like... Richie or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you Damn it. I don't know. That's so bothering like me.
1: Uh, oh, it's Marty. I was close. See? I was right. Mark and Marty might as well be. No, you didn't say I that. I said
0: with you...
1: a Y. Okay, dude, that could be literally that could be my name. Cardi? Lee. Lee? What
0: the Lee, Car- dude? What? what are you talking about?
1: no i don't mean it rhymes with marty dude i'm saying you said any name with a y at the end (laughs) sharty you gotta be sharting me right now
0: dude shut up i hate you guys uh 8.5 out of 10 then i watched nightmare on elm street part two freddy's revenge 1985 one of my favorite nightmare on elm street movies i love the nightmare on elm street franchise i love this movie I love the different I I love it because it's different meanwhile everybody hates it because it's different Mm
1: -hmm. um I think it is the best one in my opinion because I'm not a big fan of the franchise as a whole so I don't really care uh... that it's not like theirs what's wrong buddy
0: I just feel like we need to discuss what your favorite franchises are
1: no, dude. Like, I, my favorite <laughs> is Friday. Isn't that your favorite? Yes,
0: but your other favorites. We need to okay. discuss this.
1: It would be like my, like, you know, f- I don't know, 10th favorite. Like, no, nah, not even I tenth. just feel I like, like f-
0: I need to reevaluate your
1: favorites for you. You can't reevaluate someone's favorites. <laughs> Why? Because it's someone's favorites, not yeah. someone's best.
0: I will favorite it. Dude. All right. So, 8.5 out of 10 on Elm Street uh, 2. Then I watched, I was feeling sequel heavy, I watched The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, aka Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, 1995 or 1994, or 1996, depending on when you've seen it. Uh, It debuted in the film festival circuit in 1994. It did horrible critically, uh, so much so that the two up-and-coming stars, Renée Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey, tried to stop the film from being released because they were becoming big stars. Uh, it was eventually released in 1995 or 1996, depending on, um, you know, it it, it kind of ha- it had a minor release in 95, then a little bit more in 96. It was hard to see, uh, but it did come out. It did disappoint. It did almost kill the franchise, pretty much did, because we didn't get another film until 2003. <laughs> yeah. Um, And it sucks, but I kind of like it. I don't know what's wrong with me.
1: I really don't... This one was, like... This was on TV a lot, I remember. Dude, right?
0: It would always be playing late at night. It was only this one.
1: Yeah, I used... And I used to watch it, because that's just, you know, flipping through the channels. I would be like, oh, okay, I'll just watch this, and... So it's, it was like nostalgic for me, but then it's like, I watch it now and I just think like, this is really, really bad. Like it's awful.
0: It is really bad, but I still kind of like it. I don't know what the problem is. I picked it up on Blu-ray. I'm crazy. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, then I gave it a three and a half out of (laughs) 10. Nice. Uh, then I watched, uh, that was it. Really? No.
1: Did you say no?
0: No, there was one more. Oh. Okay. The peanut butter solution 1985 this is a bizarre little kids film basically this kid sees a ghost and it it scares his hair out of him so he has no hair he's bald his family's like oh it'll be alright you'll grow your hair back he isn't growing his hair back he goes to the doctors they're like yeah you got a shriek and they're like what and he's like yeah whenever you did you see something real scary lately and he's like yeah I saw a ghost and they're like yep you had a shriek I don't even know if they're saying shriek they say it some kind of word but the doctor's bis- this basically nonchalant. I'm like, yep, that's why. And I'm like, what the hell's going on in this movie? Uh, <laughs> then he meets these ghosts, um, these homeless ghosts. They teach him how to make this solution out of, like, banana peels, eggs, and peanut butter and stuff. But they tell him only use one tablespoon of peanut butter. He doesn't feel like it's working, so he uses four, and then his hair won't stop growing. Uh, meanwhile, there's a little Asian kid who rubs it on his balls, and his ball hair grows out through his pant legs. And this is a kid's oh. movie oh my god uh it was really bizarre meanwhile there's almost like this weird teacher that i was almost getting like pedophile vibes with uh i give a seven out of ten on that one very cool movie seven kids released that and yeah, that's I, it
1: i didn't i didn't end up watch. i did not watch that one
0: it's but, not really a horror movie but
1: yeah that's kind of why i was like down to the gritty and i didn't feel like it but Alright, cool. Cool selection of moves there.
0: I'm just kidding. I have more.
1: Oh my god! <laughs>
0: Are you uh, just
1: kidding about that? About what? Having more?
0: No, you know that I have more.
1: Nah. No, I don't. I'm not counting these. I'm just <laughs> writing them down as you go.
0: Um, Creepers 1985. Uh, this is the American version of Phenomena. Um, it is like a greatest hits version of Phenomena. It's good, it's decent it doesn't take its time and it's if you've seen phenomena before and you just are in the mood this is kind of a good version to watch because it's quick you know it's like 80 80 some minutes and it flies by all the action stuff happens you're missing a little tiny bit of gore but you're not really missing like full-blown kills or anything it just cuts away faster so if like there's a gore scene that's like six seconds it might be five seconds um and yeah it's it's but it's it's pretty good it's pretty good still um i give this particular version an 8 out of 10 meanwhile the other version i give an 8.5 out of 10 uh and that's it really no
1: okay dude the joke's not gonna get
0: old this is the last one this is the last one
1: you said that about peanut butter solution
0: (laughs) i watched reanimator um but i watched the joe bob version so uh yeah, Reanimator's great. It's kind of the version I finally like it finally solidified that I really like this movie. Um Joe Bob and Darcy talking about Reanimator. Joe Bob really praises this movie, talks about how good the performances are and stuff, and, and gives some backstory on it. Always makes me appreciate movies a little bit more. So that is joe bob monster vision the last drive-in movie number 165 reanimator from 1985 and that was the last of the 85 moves r.i.p r.i.p to 85 it's been good pretty much watched felt i, I ended up with 64 films watched
1: Mhm. yeah i watched 55
0: so. just to put that in perspective i watched 165 movies this year <laughs> so far since January and 64 of them were more or less 1985 movies that's crazy Yeah.
1: but yeah uh, so I guess with that being said we'll be getting into our featured review
0: alright so we would like to welcome in our special guest for some porno Uh, it is the host of Kill the Cast and i guess a bunch of other shows underwater kaiju from outer space the atomic age saucer cast is that what it's called did i get that right yes you've
2: got wow both of you. right okay from the get-go
0: it's it's mr jerry
2: yes it is the me. red hair uh, i was excited they were like we're gonna review porno and i'm like dude i have a fuck, big collection yes. of porno <laughs> and then then they were like yeah it's a movie about christians in a movie theater and i'm like time out hold up do they fuck no no um they don't uh no i'm just kidding uh carly told me she had watched this movie and uh said it was pretty good so i was like you know what i'm bored as fuck at home and i can't get anyone to skype with me at (laughs) 8 a.m in the morning so i'm gonna watch this carly said it was good so i'm gonna watch it and i watched it and then i was like uh carly let me on the show
0: yeah, Pretty you much. are our second guest here. ever.
1: Well, technically third-ish cuz we had two people as guests on the one show.
0: Really? Andrew and Austin? Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I thought it was just Austin for some reason.
1: No, yeah. I remember we couldn't get a hold of Andrew. He like disappeared, but then we finally uh, su- okay. uh, found him. I but, have a bad memory. Yeah, but I mean, this is technically the second episode that we've had, I guess, of yes. any sort. So, awesome. welcome aboard.
2: I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, so uh, the film is porno, but before we get into it, it is put out by Fangoria Films. And the only way you can really see this right now is to go to Fangoria.com slash watch porno. The only way you can see it legally. (laughs) Um, And you could rent it, uh, and by doing so, you actually support uh, one of, I believe, 13 different Cinemas. So you have the Alma Draft House, Philadelphia Film Society, Screenland Armor Movie Theater, the Frida Cinema, Film Bar, Gateway Film Center, Cleveland Cinemas, Central Cinema, North Park Theater, and Row House online. Uh so yeah, and I think it's twelve dollars to rent. And yeah, you're supporting a theater. You get to pick which one you want to support, which is pretty cool. Of course, none of those are around us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Correct. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a film that uh, was supposed to get a mild theatrical release uh, a, on my birthday, actually, 410. It, but they ended up going to the Vimeo On Demand type thing because of the whole coronavirus, obviously. But it was a South by Southwest Film Festival favorite uh, during its time uh, last year. So, you know, it, it was one that I was aware of. It's Fangoria presents Porno, and that brings me to my next point here. Fangoria Films, which started in 1990 uh, with their release of Mind Warp. Have, has anybody ever seen Mind Warp? No. No. Um, it is a movie that is uh, from 1990, but it got its like kind of wider release in '92, uh, and it stars Bruce Campbell and Angus Scrim. Wow. Uh, it is a post-apocalyptic science fiction horror film um, But I, I've actually never seen it I've seen it float around on DVD uh, It came out through like TriStar But it had like the Fangoria uh, label on it, I think And I've never seen it But I've always heard that it was like Kind of a little hidden gem um, But when they first started doing their films So they, they've, there's been a few iterations of Fangoria films So the first like three was um, Mind Warp children of night from 1991 and severed ties which i actually own severed ties on vhs and it's about it kind of reminded me of like a whole uh like full moon era type stuff like uh, a reanimator type thing uh it was like a regeneration experiment where this dude um grows his like a reptile like how reptiles can like grow their tail back he tries to do that with his arm and his arm turns into like a reptilian creature uh pretty fun i i I used to watch it all the time as a kid on vhs uh but I, i haven't seen it in years so i'm not sure how how good it holds up and then they kind of took a break there is from what i found online some other releases that had their name on it like haruko the goblin uh, the U.S DVD release was uh, Fangoria International or something like that. and there was um, Tim Ritter's killing spree from 87 had a uh, or from 89, I can't remember, but it had a release um, through Fangoria as well. Then they did their Fangoria presents line in the mid 90s uh, onto the you know early 2000s uh you had wilderness 1996 i zombie lady that's the one
2: i remember the vhs cover for i zombie fangoria presents i zombie
0: ah um lady in the lake or lady of the lake angel of the night schools out slashers eternal blood one hell of a christmas and then they put out their two fangoria blood drive uh box sets which i believe were short films which is was a cool concept fangoria blood drive you know collection of short films then they did their fangoria gore zone label which i've I own a couple of these you have the last horror movie 2003 dead meat 2004 i own that one skinned it deep 2004 which is in our hall of pain joshua 2006 uh insecticidal 2006 which i think i've seen before it's like a killer insect movie so great name yeah after that you had the fangoria fright fest line i own all of these Um, This was the mid-2000s to the late 2000s. You had Fragile, Grim Love, Pig Hunt, which is good. The Haunting, 2009. Dark House, which I think is a Victor Salva film. Uh, Hunger, which is a cannibal film that I actually like. The Tomb and Roadkill. Then, there was one more label. Fangoria Presents, the relaunch this we actually reviewed all of these except for oh wow actually there was two other ones that with huh uh i didn't know that these existed i don't know if they came out in the line that we because an early episode of 22 shots we did the fangoria presents thing line but there was two on there that wasn't on there Um, but they're listed here on Wikipedia so axed 2012 which we covered in human resources, which we covered which was the best one Entity which was the worst one sin reaper which was horrible germ Z, which was decent and then there's omnivores and Corpsing which I we didn't cover. I don't know if they're actually part of the line or like a separate thing But I didn't know they existed until I just looked at this so that was in 2013 and now there's sort of a new fangoria films relaunch uh and puppet master the littlest reich was considered one and then there was uh there was um vfw was considered one but they're not like it doesn't seem like they're like fangoria big on the cover or anything uh,
2: they seem they're more like uh, distributed by fangoria and cinestate right
0: Yeah, well, even the films that I had mentioned were not in-house Fangoria productions, minus the first two, the first three films, uh, Mind Warp and and stuff. Those were produced by Fangoria. The rest were just them releasing the film. But yeah, they're not actually. I actually, I think I don't know if Porno was produced by Fangoria or not. Um, But I do know that they're not labeled how they were in the past where it's like fangoria probably because most of those films i listed sucked (laughs) so (laughs) so they're probably like you fangoria used to sell these films now it's like a hindrance to them (laughs) but yeah Yeah. uh puppet master littlest reich was good i mentioned that earlier uh and then vfw was really good as well what about porno carly get into porno
1: all right like (laughs) that your new job yeah <laughs> start
2: your only fans right now
1: all right um i shall call them up right now no um okay so the plot is when five teen employees at the local movie theater in a small christian town discover a mysterious old film hidden in its basement they unleash an alluring succubus who gives them a sex education Written in blood.
0: Uh, oh my god! So oh, Satanic spooky. Panic was another one I forgot about that.
2: Ooh, loved. Then you know what? Yeah. This new line of, that is <laughs> putting their name on—a uh, whole lot of gold, golden standards here. Yeah, so dude. Puppet Master,
0: up. VFW, Porno, Satanic Panic—all great movies.
2: Seems they're really le- leaning on the uh the horror comedy. That's not necessarily like slapstick comedy. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like they're really going for the almost Adam Green style. Yeah.
1: That's, a good way to, what it, that's what I it agree. reminds me of for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could feel, I feel that too. Yeah. Okay. So the, for example, like VFW though was actually produced by Fangoria. So th- that was an actual Fangoria production
2: yeah and i know when i went and saw puppet master lewis reich at my um it's not a theater theater it's a a tattoo shop with a one room movie theater that shows all <laughs> horror movies on weekends oh, um that's pretty
1: cool
2: yeah they also do the horror convention here every year and then they do a haunted house in october and everything but uh they had fangoria was there with representatives they were showcasing the movie they had the guy who did um some of the puppeteering for blade and they had the uh blade that was used in the movie uh, specifically in the scene spoilers uh barbara crampton's death scene so i got to hold that uh blade puppet
0: that's cool
1: nice
0: yeah that that's that's awesome I, i dig it yeah. so um porno what do you got this film was uh directed by a guy or is it a girl is that a guy
1: a is, <laughs> that, is
0: that a female or a male
1: uh that sounds like it would be female but let's see i'm still not having a way to know who
2: yeah okay. not, this not doesn't
1: specify enough.
0: gender
1: really so uh <clears throat> i don't know actually to well if we misgender
2: like you we apologize yeah we we're sorry
0: uh but this was just directed by him slash her but it was written by matt black and Lawrence vanicelli indeed and uh so the the person who directed it really didn't do much else they they have a tv movie beast under the bed which is awaiting release i'm not sure who it's for sounds like maybe sci-fi channel or something like that and then the writer doesn't seem to have done much besides some short films too so kind of seems like a a young green uh, group of people creating this film and the actors i didn't recognize any of them from other films did you guys
1: nope none of
0: yeah so it seems like a pretty green cast there uh but what did you guys think overall
1: i thought it was i liked it i thought it was um pretty interesting uh you know uh kind of like yeah says like not slap sticky comedy it's um just very sort of comedy that blends in well and um i dig that um I thought there was like actually some pretty decent, bloody, like gross, gory scenes in the film as well. Um, I like, obviously, the movie theater setting is pretty freaking dope. Um, the look of the succubus woman was uh, rather cool. Um, and the characters are all pretty interesting as well. So, overall, I thought I thought it was cool. It was an interesting idea as well. So, I liked it.
2: So the uh, the nineties movie theater set was really awesome. I I, I love Encino Man and I really <laughs> love A League a League of Their Own. That movie is golden. So it was pretty like I felt nineties as soon as those two movies were said. The the cast is is well acted. They're like they were all really good. I love uh, Heavy Metal Jeff. It was Heavy Metal Jeff, right? Jeff, 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 um,
0: Jeff. Which one had the, the the straight edge X's on his hands?
2: That was the guy. His name was like Heavy Metal Jeff. Yeah, Heavy Metal Jeff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's actually into hardcore. And like, I know people in the hardcore community. And I know people in the straight edge uh, side of it. And man, some of them really do act like that. I know a lot of like <laughs> hardcore uh, straight edge Christian guys and some of them can really be that intense
0: he Um, just it it reminded me of like that i just expected these people to start acting like uh i don't know if you guys ever watch king of the hill but the episode where bobby joins like these christian skaters and they're like praise him (laughs) and like every time they land like a kickflip or something they're like praise him (laughs) and bobby starts acting crazy and hank's like you're gonna be you're gonna love jesus how i want you to love jesus (laughs) i love that episode oh
2: my god i gotta hunt that episode down i haven't seen that in forever dude i i'm Um, a king
0: of the hill fanboy. i've seen every episode multiple times i used to watch it every single day um but yeah uh so i just that's what this kind of reminded me of i thought this was an interesting little plot for a movie um it's it's like Simple enough to where, you know, it's just essentially about five teenagers trapped in a movie theater with a demon. But they Mm -hmm. added some cool little elements to it, like how can we separate this? Okay, let's make it a bunch of like people trying to be good Christians and and uh you know they're they're (laughs) they're they're all you know not,
2: not, not only that like the movie is unique in the sense that it is About a bunch of Christian characters. But not in the way someone would think about if I said that to them. Like, they're all struggling with their faith in some way or another. And they also realize, like, as the movie goes on, that uh, how they do things based on their faith and how they blindly trust people based on being in that faith can really come back and bite them. Yep. Yep. And that was, that was really good and really unique. It was almost, I don't like, it's not pushing Christianity in your face. It's not pushing anti-Christianity in your face. That is just these characters. That is just this town. It is such a background thing, but it drives the movie without putting it in your face which i really really loved
0: Mm -hmm. and
2: did anyone when they were watching the 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 film that they found that uh releases the succubus as it said in the uh little uh lilith an intro thing carly was said uh did anyone else get popcorn vibes
0: yeah yeah i i love the i got demons and popcorn vibes yeah um but yeah i love the movie set with within the movie thing and and that that's all really cool and honestly like i thought it was funny that they were debating on watching encino man um i've never seen a league of their own or whatever it's called i don't even know what that is is that a baseball movie
2: it is a baseball movie it's about the time where uh in world war in i think it's world war ii uh everyone's getting drafted so there's no actual men's baseball so they start up a female baseball league and they get tom hanks's character who is a drunk guy who used to be an amazing
1: person in
2: baseball yeah baseball player but now he's just a a shitty drunk and it's about him like coaching the team and it's actually fucking hilarious you have
0: is madonna uh, in that or something
2: madonna's in that rose uh rosie o'donnell Rosie O'Donnell, yeah, I've uh, seen,
0: I've seen it. I've seen. I don't know if I've seen it, seen it, but I know what it is now.
2: Chick from uh, the Jeff Goldblum, The Fly. It's it's really good and really funny. A lot of people don't watch it because they're like, oh, it's a chick flick. It's not just yeah. because the main cast is chick. It is a film that is absolutely wonderful.
0: I mean, I've watched Encino Man like 35 times in my life, so I know that, that one pretty well. This
2: is what's wrong with this country. You know, people are watching Encino Man and wheezing the juice so instead of watching a league their
0: own. Don't wheeze the juice. What a- What accent was that? That's wheezing the, the juice, who's No, that was That's the... how you do it. No, no, no. It was the, the store clerk, the Indian store clerk. Oh, yeah. Like, no more wheezing the okay. juice. yeah
2: <laughs> So i'm just over here like that was a really bad impression of that <laughs> of paulie shore
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, let's start yeah. the
2: paulie shore podcast
0: dude i i loved me some paulie shore but when he did his shtick man people hated I was it a but
2: kid, throw on son-in-law and i'm sitting down and watching that dude
0: i loved them all son-in-law in the army now uh jury duty encino man all those were good
2: Biodome.
0: Biodome, one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, so, the, yeah, I, I dig this. I, I like how everybody's struggling with their sexuality, and, um, you know, they're they're all horny and stuff. And uh, I, The only thing that I will say is I wish the... I don't, first of all, I actually hate... I actually don't like the title. I think that it fits with this film very well. Agreed.
1: It's yeah. annoying. Like, I don't...
2: I, I, I like...
1: Like, I don't want to say I'm watching porno. I mean, I get it. I do understand the concept. It's like, oh my god, these kids stumbled upon a porno, and they're all Christian, and they're like, yeah, but it
2: doesn't even look like a porno. Yeah, it's not really a porno. It literally looks like something Anton LaVey would have made in the 70s for the Church of Satan. mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it looks like one of his black masks, just more artsy.
1: True. Good point. Yeah, I I expected watching this that it was going to be them actually seeing like two people i mean banging
0: or something it's like not that. like I they was... were afraid to show dick and vagina especially dick yeah <laughs> um, one of my favorite parts was the actual the ball explosion scene. yeah that was like making me it was gross it was, <laughs> i loved it
1: I remember he's just tying the ball putting the ball back in <laughs>
2: carly was like there's a really gross dick scene so as i'm watching the movie I see the first dick and i'm like okay that wasn't bad she couldn't have been talking about yeah there's that.
1: multiple the, dick scenes
2: yeah so every dick scene i'm just like is this what carly was talking is about this, this the is a really dick a disturbing <laughs> dick scene i don't know and then eventually it got to that dick scene and i was cracking up laughing because of of one of the characters just being like is it okay if you do this
0: <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, what? yeah. I like how when they're finished like tying it up, like he, they almost like padded a little bit. Like, okay, it's, it's good. It's good now. How, how the dude's like all pale we, and like dying. Like.
2: How, how far into spoilers can I get?
0: Um, we go we go a little bit. We try not to spoil like the movie itself, but
2: that's one thing I will say this about the movie is um, there's a lot of good twist as it kind of almost each character gets their own, like, turning point
0: mm-hmm. where you
2: learn something about them. hmm And a lot of the jokes involve that, especially uh, one character, which, like, is the character that uh, the girl has a crush on.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so with, without getting into spoilers, there are a lot of jokes that revolve around those character twists. Yeah and some of them are small some of them are big and then one of them is like you just can't tr- tr- trust a religious man
1: yeah yes sir yeah i dig it i yeah yeah it, gives I, it more dynamic
0: yeah i i honestly like i was pretty impressed with how i guess much Much there was in this movie. I guess I just was expecting a more simple movie But they really went the you know extra mile to sort of flesh out the characters and make little backstories and reveals and and um, You know issues for each character to overcome and stuff like that and um, Some decent effects Uh, the visuals actually You know some decent lighting and stuff in there too. It was shot well
2: yeah, it's a, it's a really solid movie all around. I do feel like for some reason it wasn't moving fast enough.
0: Well, that's my biggest complaint is the movie is an hour and 38 minutes. And realistically, um, a good eight minutes could have been chopped off of that. And the movie would have flew by a lot faster. And you're And if you would even take like 10 minutes, maybe even 12 minutes off... And make this like an hour and 25 minute movie. I think that it, this movie would have been much better.
2: Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. Because like. I While well, I think it's a really good movie. And it's really solid. And it's worth at least a one time watch. I was kind of mad at the end of it. When I was just like. I feel like this movie should have been better. Like, I feel like this is not a top 10 of the year contender for me but it has so much going for it and so good and i really do think the two things that hold it back are two things that we've already pointed out the title should be changed mm-hmm. and 8 to 12 minutes should be chopped off to to just make it run a little bit faster
1: yeah i do agree with that like especially know. you know most of the movie is am kind of just hiding from this thing like he could have cut out like maybe a few lines of that like there's a a lot of scenes
0: of them just sitting around like yeah like you know walking or standing and stuff that you could have sped up a little bit i mean it does add a little bit of atmosphere and stuff like that um but like seriously sometimes a movie can literally legitimately be better if it's an hour and 25 minutes if you have enough content for an hour and 25 minutes and make it a little bit speedy like it, it can improve the movie by a lot and I think if you made this film an hour and 26 minutes, 25, 27, like it could have been, uh, uh, I, I honestly think I would have liked it a lot more.
2: Mm, yeah. I think like, do I need to see them sweeping up popcorn to know they work in a mo- yeah. Like work in a movie theater? No. I, I, like cut that scene. Cut, like, do I need to see heavy metal Jeff? Uh, doing his air drumming for that long, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I don't need scenes of people coming into a movie theater. I don't think that's necessary for me to understand they work at a movie theater.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I get it. Yep.
1: Shorty, sure.
0: Well, do you guys have much more to say about this one?
2: Without getting into spoilers. No, but it is really, really funny. Um, And I want to say, guys, are y'all keeping your edge?
0: Am I what? Are you keeping (laughs) your edge? Yes.
1: No.
2: No. (laughs) I I mean, of None of y'all kept your edge on 22 Shots last night, so, you know, whatever. (laughs) I do
1: these things, but whatever.
2: Uh, I mean, there may be picture evidence, but oh, you posted. I can see your beer in the photo. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No. Really solid movie, really funny, really good dialogue, really good set. Like, everything is really good, and I just hate that it's impacted so much by a bad title and the fact that it it doesn't even seem like a big deal but trim 8 to 12 minutes yeah just trim it
0: yeah yeah no i but i again this is pretty much the first feature film for these filmmakers so i think maybe they can learn from that and hopefully more people say that as well but i i love the honestly like i love the 90s setting too It, it doesn't necessarily feel super 90s other than the encino man and stuff like, I would have maybe liked some... I mean, they are in wardrobes of the the uh, theater. But even, like, the look of the theater doesn't feel 90s to me that much. Um, but I would have liked to see a little bit more attention to the w- dialogue and maybe how people talked in the 90s. That would have been a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. But, Is it
2: because of it being a small Christian town that it didn't feel as 90 to us? Because, like...
0: Yeah, Probably.
1: Yeah, I, like, I it even set in the 90s.
2: Like, I feel like that, that sanitized part of the 90s for them. Because, like, even a lot of the references they make in the movie towards 90s, you're just kind of like, eh, okay, whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, which a lot of movies kind of have that problem when they try to do this type of stuff. But, yeah, it's just a minor thing, though.
0: All right, uh, so let's get into ratings. I will go first. Uh, porno, for me, uh, I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, one of definitely the better movies that I've seen this year. Whether it will make my top 10 or not, I'm not sure. It just kind of depends on what else comes out. Uh, but it is definitely you know, in the contention right now with the few films that I've seen. Uh, I give it an 8 out of 10. thought it was pretty solid, pretty funny, a uh, little bit too long. But other than that, definitely worth your time.
1: Yeah, I I also give it an eight out of ten. I think it's um, for sure a fun one that people should check out. Uh, some people might like it even more than us. Who knows? But um, yeah, eight out of ten, solid watch.
2: Yeah, I I struggled between a seven point five and an eight, but uh, I don't like point five, so we'll round up. I'll give it an <laughs> eight. I definitely it's it it's in my top five of. 2020 movies i've only seen five movies and only two movies are on the list so that's pretty good um i'm doing i'm doing really well three three bad movies and two good movies no it's actually i think it's more than that but
0: i was just telling uh, carly earlier in the episode that i've watched i watched 22 movies in the past seven days
2: holy shit i have watched 22 minutes in the past <laughs>
1: um uh-huh pretty much
2: no uh but i am glad carly recommended this to me because it actually it, it was pretty good pretty funny and um m- maybe the rest of this year bombs for me and this room and this actually makes my top 10 and i have to eat my words that it's not a top 10 movie maybe
0: maybe, maybe not
2: we we will wait and see yeah
0: all right so you gave it an eight yeah
2: give it an eight with y'all i agree
0: eights across the board. so uh yeah that is porno next week i believe we're doing we summon the darkness as of now i could always change subject to change uh but yeah that's kind of the next one that was just released this past week so we'll check that one out jerry i want to thank you for coming on feel free to plug any of your shows or what you got coming up
2: uh, we've got I'm on kill the cast I don't know what our next episode is but our last episode was best of the 2010s yes JP I represented for Coldfish. fish um, nice without a doubt And, uh, we've got Underwater Kaiju recording this weekend with Godzilla vs. Smog Monster. Classic for those who grew up watching the Sci-Fi Channel.
0: Quick question. I saw today at Walmart, there was some sort of, it looked like a Godzilla ripoff uh some kind of kaiju out there i don't know if you saw saw it right yet. uh
2: there's two of them that just came out one starts with an r and has like a red cover that's the one, and one has saw. a blue cover
0: the r one is the one i saw is that something you guys have on your radar at all or is that you um, stick to the old I, stuff
2: i have not watched it yet um i wanted to get the blu-rays but they're getting harder to find and the dvds are like at walmart but mm-hmm. i want the blu-rays of them yeah so, yeah, I'm going to try to get both of them, and I'm going to try to watch them. So, you know, and I, I need to get on that. But, yes, they are on my radar. I You know, new kaiju films are always a good thing.
0: I mean, is it on your radar to cover those on that show, or do you guys only do the old stuff?
2: No, we could do new stuff. We did um, Death Kappa, which is made somewhere in the 2000s. Uh, we've done... Godzilla movies that were made in the 2000s, so any kaiju movie is totally up for grabs, new or old. Uh, We don't really have a limit on there.
0: Gotcha. Anything else?
2: Uh, Atomic Age Saucer Cast, we just did The Day the Earth Stood Still, which has a bunch of true facts that are completely false. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: Mostly about John Carpenter. So... There's that. So come learn about uh, how communism affected the world of sci-fi movies. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I said, oh, I've done a lot of guest spots, including coming on and hanging out with y'all tonight, but uh, I'll be on an upcoming episode of Friday Nightmares discussing our top five uh, most influential movies in our life which was a lot of fun speaking of the devil and lilith and all that good culty stuff uh i will be on an upcoming episode that's already recorded the psycho semantic podcast talking about the documentary hell satan and satanism and that's it
1: that's all i've done yeah
2: i'm done
0: all right cool carly you got anything going on
1: when i'm recording my next shows but um no not really i haven't had anything come out recently so all right obviously i just guessed on the 85 show and that's about all i've done as of recent so. yep
0: that'll be out probably by the time you hear this so check that out as well guys and with that said we'll see you guys next week jerry thanks for coming on again
2: thank you anytime it's amazing
0: all right peace out
2: peace later